Welcome to another very special MX Vice post-race podcast from the MXGP of Germany. Still one week on from the MXGP of France, a lot is happening in the paddock. Uh, there are opinions flying in every direction possible. And of course, we had to bring in one of the most opinionated people in the world, not just motocross, in the world. Um, I have no idea how this thing is going to go. <laughs> the most scared I've ever been doing a podcast, but we'll see. Buckle up, because this is V. <laughs> v. Mark the River podcast. Uh, how's it going, Mark? I'm fine. Thanks for the introduction. That was a very nice introduction. <laughs> yeah, hey. it was good. It was nice. Thank you. And a winner of Tushintal 2003. Yes. So we feel very special. Yeah, special, uh, special occasion for me. I feel very um, honoured to be here talking to you yeah, okay. at this track. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to not tear up at any point. <laughs> no, please. Um, before we get into everything that happened last week, uh, the drama, your thoughts... Uh, obviously, you are the trainer for FNH Kawasaki. You're more than a trainer, I would say. You're very involved in everything. You are. You have your fingers in every area. Uh, quite. Yeah, you can say that. You know, it's like, uh, of of course, uh, yeah. The team is owned by Harry Fase, and uh, his daughter is the team manager, Natalie. And uh, but I I would like to be. Um, I, I I want to do everything 110 percent, and uh, it's my passion. You know, once again, you need to. I'm not. I'm not ringing these guys 24/7, you know. But uh, the riders. But yeah, you meet. You need to be there. You need to stay close, and 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 that's when you get the, the best results. I think. Are you happy with how the season's gone? Like Kevin is a talent, and I think that the podium had to be the goal this year. But I am surprised that there's only been one podium because he's been fast enough every week almost. Well, I'm going to be really short about that. Uh, in Mantova, he still didn't know where to go. Last year, last European Championship it was 10th of November, if I'm right. Yep. Uh, so we only had one week with Kevin after uh, Mantova. So the end of November, we ride with him. And um, well, then it was, of course, the winter break the much needed winter break because of course it was two very long seasons we had and then I did we we wrote four fights with him in Sardinia weeks with him in Sardinia and then it already started so if I can say um, the performance Kevin is making is for me personally as a trainer uh, my best performance because yeah you can say what you want, but he was still European Championship rider in, in the, of course, he did World Championship, yeah. but I don't think in the best circumstances. And um, he surprised me very much in the in the British GP. And if he didn't, if, you know, that doesn't count, he didn't crash, he would be already up front. But yeah, also Kevin had to learn a lot uh, in, in a very short time. So I think if we can have another winter with him, Next year can be can be fun for him, but uh, yeah, he's go, he's doing really good. I think. What's the uh, What's the biggest thing? What is the biggest thing you think you have taught him? Like, what is the biggest improvement you see out on track? I would say just his raw speed, because I think he lacked that last year. But now he can go fast for one lap. But uh, yeah, what's your opinion? Uh, yeah, it's a combination. You know, it's like he's, he's fitter now. We have we have really good uh, physical trainers uh, in our team, and. Um, yeah, like I said, I've been with him a lot on the hotel room. I can talk to him, and and this is this is like like you said. Yeah. I'm not only a trainer, but also you need to talk with these guys. And and you know, Jet is different because he already rides yeah. longer in the GP. So, but but Kevin is still a little bit. Yeah, he don't know what to do, and 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 race strategies, and 
and and if I can say last uh, Sunday in NA, the second moto that was the moto of the year for him, especially as uh, as as me as a trainer was was super. It was really good. Yeah, he made no mistakes. Whereas no mistakes. maybe other rounds he would yes, have crashed. Yes, he, he still makes little mistakes, but they get less and less. And um, yeah, of course, Fial crashed the second moto, but he, he finished behind Fial and uh, on on fourth place. If he finished uh, four and four in Spain, if he, he, he finished second, but uh, it's like I said, there is no if and maybes. You know, he, he crashed himself; it's his own mistake. So yeah. How do you feel about the vlogs? It's less or not? Uh, it's yeah, it's well, but less. you also you're in them a lot now. Yeah, but <laughs> I try to do a little bit like that, you know. <laughs> I don't like them, but he knows that. Yeah, I think we all know that. We know that. Yes. Um, and Jed quickly, obviously, he's been injured, so we don't really have that much to go off of. But he started strong at Matali, so the speed is there, the potential is there. Now you've just got to get that back. Well, the problem is Jed, or not the problem. He started really good in in uh, in, in in the British GP. And then he hit the uh, the monster uh, banner, you know, the steel yep. banner, and yeah, he hit it really hard. And um, yeah, on a 450, it's a little bit different, you know. You have a different, uh, you get a little bit different feeling in your head yep. than on a 250. He had some uh, uh, private problems and uh, to take care of, and now he's. Uh, yeah, we need to take it race by race, you know. Um, in the 250 class, in the MX2 class, if you start uh, first and you hold it wide open 20 minutes, you finish top five, six, seven, you know. But in MXGP not. It's wide open until the finish line. And so we just need the, the race speed. Right. So, yes. uh, last week, yes. a lot happened. Yes. Um, obviously, as everyone knows, nine riders didn't race the MXGP qualifying race. Your guy did. Yes. Because he was probably scared for his life if he didn't. No, no that not. <laughs> that, 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 I'm not so. I'm not so scared, man. Okay, I'm just trying to. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have got a table between us. Just yeah, yeah no, that's okay. <laughs> um, the riders, the riders didn't race because they want more respect. They want a voice. The yes. thing that kicked this off was that the conditions were shit. And it was only a qualifying race, so there were no points. So they didn't see the point in doing it. But the, the big reason for their protest, if you want to call it that, was they want respect and they want a voice. Um, what's your, what was your take on everything that happened in France? Well, <clears throat> the first of all, I, I think, uh, to talk about the voice they want, you know, I think if, you, uh, if them and the team managers just go to, to um, Mr. Longo and... Um, say that you know they can have i'm sure he's open for meetings and, and to be better i'm 100 percent sure uh, well with that so the riders said last week that his he says his door is always open but his ears aren't so that's what the riders say okay but then then you know that i didn't know but i mean i think how they did it was not 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 the right way you know and um i have respect for for maxime renault because he started you know you have you have to come to the basic, you have uh, whole families there, kids, eh? Families need to save up all year to see that GP. And it's impossible to not to start. I really wanted to see if it was in Spain or in Slovenia, if Geyser or uh, Fernandez and, and, and Prado wouldn't start. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I understand him completely that he started. Did they have to make the first corner uh, ready? 100%. They're right about that. 
And yeah. I, I don't know why they left it. Because that I also don't know. Uh, dry, wet, sand, uh, hard pack, they always prep the first corner. 100%. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have the right equipment there or, or, or the, the bulldozer got stuck. I don't... Because they ripped the start straight really, really deep always. Yeah. And maybe when they go on with a big uh, uh, dozer, maybe it gets stuck. I don't know. I don't know. And the track was not that bad, you know, because also the MX2 road in the MX, uh, in the MX1 to 5, yeah, then the track was really bad. <laughs> but they did the race, yeah. so that's different, you know. So they have that, that it was during the race, so that's different. And I think, you know, uh, you need to start because also I heard uh, voices that they say to Mr. Luongo that he uh, doesn't, he doesn't pay the riders. Yeah. But... I hope they understand we live in a circle in the motocross. If there's no public, yeah, if those public doesn't buy bikes, also those guys don't get paid. So we are living in a circle and now I'm going to really say something strange. We live, uh, we, have, we, we are uh, in a real amateur sport if you look to Formula yeah. One and M MotoGP. Why? <coughs> Let's start with Mr. Fasse. You have Mr. Hennekes from uh, Nestan, you have Gariboldi from Honda, you have Iceman, you have Kimi Raikkonen, you have Standing Construct with Tim Matthijs, uh, Wilfo, Louis Foster. this is all private persons who put money in the motocross. Imagine if those guys go away, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, it's, we, have, we have live in a really small world. So I think, yes, I understand they want to... Uh, um, show their voice, but I don't think it was on, on, on a good way. It was not in, a, in the right way because those people who are standing there who pay a ticket, maybe for, for family people, they cannot uh, do anything about that, you know? So I think it, it had to go on a, a different way. And that's why also Jet started. You know what I mean? Because if the track was completely dangerous, yeah, okay. But this is still motocross, yeah? What, um, what did you hear on the start straight? Obviously, there were... It got heated from both sides. The riders said some things they shouldn't. Uh, the powers that be said some things they shouldn't. So, again, like you say, this is an amateur sport. Maybe that wouldn't have happened in Formula One or something. But So that was wrong. But what did you hear on the start? Like, what, what from your perspective, because you were down there, what did you what did you hear? No, to? also the thing was, was Jet was, is, was all between these guys, so I pulled him out of that because, you know, I, I don't want... To be jet don't need to be involved in that you know on that on, on that on this moment and i just heard you know the voices that they said to mr longo yeah you don't pay me so uh you know yeah of course he don't pay you but I, like again it's a circle man yeah this is a circle this motocross well so they said that obviously because of prize money yes. and in the middle of your career prize money did yes. stop so yes. what's your take on that then because you've you've done it both you so, had prize money and you lost it so what i did that i can also tell you about that that i remember like yesterday it was 2004 they uh, pulled the prize money yeah. from mxgp from uh stream that yeah. time but i was making 100 thousands of euros me yeah so yeah. it was not really for for me, because if you win a GP, I think it was four or five thousand euro, or yeah. maybe a little bit less. That just goes on beers. Yes, <laughs> but I, I made one hundred thousands of euros, you know. Yeah. So I re don't didn't really need to do that, but I felt a little bit bad for the other guys, you know. Yeah. And on the other hand, also I see uh, uh, guys they want to do GPs, but you know, um, 
if you are good enough, if you're fast enough, you're in the front, and that's where you get the the money. You know, that's that's a little bit normal. Yeah. I think of Formula One in the front, they make millions. In the back, you have to pay millions to yeah. ride. Or you understand what I mean? Yeah. So that makes sense a little bit. You know what I mean? So you don't. So you're not one of the guys who's like, we need, we need. Uh, 30 privateers in the paddock. We need to have it so you can turn up in a van and race MXGP. It sounds like you're, you've moved away from that. No, bit. no, no. What I would like to see, and that's maybe my thing also, uh, that's better for the tracks. If you have MX2 and MXGP, just the qualifying back again. Yep. Yeah. Like like old days. Time qualifying. Yeah. Times qualifying? Time or? qualifying or qualifying okay. race. That's, that's the same for me, you yeah. know. It doesn't matter. And... Also, if you have, let's say, the German GP or the French GP, because French have a lot of good riders, yeah. you know, and they come 100% then, you know, they, they can qualify and they can ride, but now it's also, yeah, so it's, it's they can also make a lot of money in France, uh, a championship, if you look like Butron, he did the Czech p p championship, he rides in Spain and he makes good money, you know, why he breaks his neck in the MXGP, but yeah, on the other hand, you get riders that I think don't belong here, or not. Uh, no, I agree. <laughs> but then, so, but what's the middle ground then? So yeah, I think they need to make qualifying back. But to do that, they need rider entries. Yes, maybe they need to do like if you qualify. That these uh, uh, also back in the day when I was riding in like in two thousand one and two thousand, yeah. if you qualified, you got fourteen hundred Swiss francs. Yeah. Right. And I know guys; they sold like the, their place to the twenty-first guy. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And then they have 2,800 Swiss francs per GP. So that was good money yeah. back then. Yeah, the and day. that's enough money. If you're on the bubble of qualifying, that's enough money to that can get you to the race, that can give you a bit of food money, that can do everything. Yeah, that's, that's, that, 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 yeah, yeah. Something like that. But that, that's what I think. You need to bring back the old qualifying uh, thing. Do you care about the qualifying race? Because that is another big thing here. Uh, the riders want respect, but they also they don't want to do a qualifying race. I like the qualifying race, but I think they have to put some kind of point system in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the riders then will say that's, that makes the risk even higher because that's three really important races mm, on a weekend. Yeah, but listen, what, what, what do we want then? You know? I'm going to tell you something crazy now. This is completely off motocross. Oh, yeah? God. This, you know how, how we raise kids on these days? Yep. Also my kid. My grandfather, when he go to school, yeah, because I thought about this. I had to talk about this, think about this. You know, when my grandfather go to school and he was a bad boy, you know, he had to s uh, stick his hands out. He got hit with a stick. He comes home and my grand-grandfather for sure hit, whacked him. <laughs> yeah? Yep. Now, when my uh, dad came home from school, he was a bad boy. Then my grandpa whacked him. Yeah? Now, when I was a bad boy, my dad didn't whack me. But he put me on my room for a week, yeah. you know, or no riding. Now, when the teacher do something, the whole family goes to school to beat up the teacher. Yeah. So it's our own fault, you know. Tough people, tough times bring tough people. Easy times bring pussy. No, it's like that, you know. Yeah. And, and we all do this ourselves. S we all do it ourselves because, for example, Jason, my son, yeah. you know. He was in the back of the car with a can of Coke. I said, Jason, watch out. Don't <laughs> spill the can of Coke in the back of the car on the seat. No, Dad. One minute later, the whole can was on the back seat. <laughs> of course, I didn't beat him up, but I gave him a whack on the back of his head. Yeah. 
man, if you do that now, almost the child support uh, is coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? But these guys, you need to be tough, man. You need to make them tough. And that's the whole problem these days. Not that I was a tough guy, but if I look to myself and I see some guys, then I think, whoo, man, you were a tough guy, man, back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, of course, those guys win Sunday. Yeah, but and, and they're, they're, because I make a joke with the rainbow riders on my yeah, we need to we need to cover that <laughs> in my Instagram, and of course people will know me like Paul Jonas. He laughed about it. They know it's a joke, you know. But <laughs> I I took it off because also people who don't know motocross thought that I was uh, supporting gay riders, or maybe that I was gay that I came out of the closet. So that's why I erased it. <laughs> yeah, you, you said you got two messages, didn't you? Yeah, congratulate you. I got two messages, so then I took it off. I thought hmm, this now is going the wrong way. Yeah, that really that really backfired on you quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but okay, these guys, of course, they win. They have the best bikes. They're the the fastest riders in in the world. Of course, they win on Sunday. So that you don't need to make a statement. If they if they start from the back, they still win. You know what I mean? So your opinion is that the world is fucked. The world is really <laughs> fucked, yes. No, but it is. People are not nice anymore. You can't also trust nobody like you. You can yeah. turn the door. I, I have heard that, yes. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> no, but it's like, man, you need to race for those, uh, um, for the crowd. You need to race yeah. for them. You need to solve it in the other way. That's what I think. And then if if they don't, they need to go also with the team managers there. And I'm 100% sure he listens. And then I have another tip on the track uh, prep. In 2004, what they did, they need to take all those half jumps out of the corners. Yeah. They need to take that away. What they need to do is then in the free practice of all classes, they need to put uh, like three sets of two vertical tough blocks. Yeah. So in the free practice, they all have to go around there. You need to put a guy there. Not every corner, eh? but let's say uh, if you have 20 corners, you put it in 15 corners. And you need to put a guy there. Yeah, If the tough block moves, you put it back. After free practice, you take the tough blocks away. You have lines. You cannot. You, 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 you don't know how much. Yeah. Because that was also in 2004 they did that. That, that worked really well. But yeah? that, so 2004 was youth stream as well. So yes. why did that stop? And it's the same track guy. But So why did it stop? I don't know. I don't know, maybe they were uh, um, a little bit scared, but if you have already put it there for the track walk, yeah. then the kids see that, everybody see it. And um, um, so in free practice, you have those tough blocks in the corners, they need to take the half jumps away everywhere, and then you get uh, much better racing, much less crashing, you will see. And also, I think if you have the MX2 class, MXGP class, they need to put only one extra class. Right. So this is, this is what I think. You know, you say the world has gone soft. I think that EMX 250 has become too attractive to riders and teams because it's obviously easier. So why would you race in MX2 and finish 21st when you could race at EMX, to EMX 250 and finish 12th and then that looks better on Instagram. People give you a high five. I think that we need to get rid of EMX 250 and make people go into the big show. And then the riders who are good enough are going to survive, and the riders who aren't good enough, unfortunately, won't survive, but you know what? This is a world championship, and this isn't for everyone. EMX, age limit 21, EMX 250. Yep. Because uh, an EMX is, let's say, between uh, line, is a, is a youth class to go to the MX2 class, yeah? So you need young kids there, and if you don't make it, you're not fast enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, you need to go some. You need to do something else. You need to accept that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like because at, at the moment, uh, MXGP, everyone gets a go. Like I could ride this weekend. Well, like, everyone, uh, everyone gets to have a try. Yes, and that's not that's not okay. Yeah, also that Kawasaki rider from last year, I don't remember. You uh, he rides in Trentino on the MXGP. Oh class. yes, uh, that's not yes. possible, man. No, you that's would have beat possible. him. No, that's not, yeah, <laughs> I beat him. That's not possible. Nah, that's not possible, man. And that's why I'm hundred percent sure if you put qualification you have maybe 10 15 italian guys that are okay speed not to win yeah but to fill up the tent until the 30th place but the problem is those riders are going in emx open now because the same thing why would i finish 25th in mxgp i could win emx open yeah, and that's that why they need to skip Instagram. that they need to skip those classes those that's two what I they need to skip it we uh the mxgp mx2 Girl, the ladies class yep. one two fives amx one two five thousand percent yep emx 250 that's it because then you would watch emx 125 and you can see if a rider's got talent yes that's it and then maybe when you move that rider onto a four stroke you would be a bit nicer to them give them more time because it is a big jump yes and whereas now riders go from emx kevin mm -hmm. go from emx 250 go to mx2 with the wrong situation and yes. they get dropped immediately yes Whereas if he'd come from one two fives, maybe a team would have gone, okay, he needs more time. Let's give him more support. Blah blah blah. That's it. We're on the same page there. Cool. Look at us. Because yeah, but because also last year, <laughs> if you if you look to Turkey, last year that was four four guys yeah. or five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like at that point yeah, there is no but point. But you cannot you cannot you cannot run that man. You need to have those classes where we talk about. And I think maybe qualifying again in MX2 and uh, yeah, like like normal. And those classes, then the track will be fine. The guys have more time to uh, repair the track. Yep. The paddock is a little bit more empty. Top. Yeah, because another complaint riders have had this year, and it's been every year, but uh, you have WMX and 125s out on track first on Saturday. They make slower rider lines. So then the 450 guys go out, the ruts have hooks in them, and it... It's just not, it's just awkward. I guess that's the best word. It, all the lines are just awkward. It's not a racetrack for the best riders in the world, which again, this is the Formula One of motocross. Yes. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right. I really thought that we would argue, but I guess no, not. No, no, on this you're right. But, you know, already we say this for many years, but I don't think, uh, yeah, then you need to ask with the big boss uh, why that doesn't happen. I don't know. Um, going, back to this, uh, going back to the fact that the riders want respect, when you were riding, did you feel like you had respect from the organizers? Did you feel like you had a voice? Um, now I have to think back a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, I was young, man. I only think about wide open. I, uh, if I come to the track, I want to win and, and ride fast and good. So I was not so I was not so busy with that, you know what I mean? I was busy with, with winning and, and, and going fast. And yes, there were always some riders who stir the pot. How you say that? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Always some guys, and they tried to pull you in. But man, I'm here for racing, man. I, I I didn't think about that. And that you have, I think, in every if in Formula One, you also have like some moaners always. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit stirrers. Yes. <laughs> Just right, man. You know. Well, as we're recording this, uh, the riders are in a meeting with Luongo, and your guy Jed isn't there. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. But that's because you just want him to race. No, he, he can. He can go. Of course, he can go there. Okay. He can. He can listen always. He can listen. But I don't know what they're talking about, you know. And yeah, I don't know if man, you, need, you just need to go racing, man. 
you know and i think you need to go uh they need to like they do now like on a friday they have a meeting maybe they need to do every 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 month a yep. meeting you know because communication is everything you know you need to communicate maybe they just need uh five riders or something you know or three riders and then th they do a meeting or, or every time three different riders yeah. from the f from the mx2 and mxgp and then every month they sit down with uh, the guys from uh, from from in front maybe that's a good idea how do you feel about mxgp like if you look at if you look 10 years into the future what do you see mxgp being do you see it like it is now do you see it like it was in your day like are you worried are you because well, you've already said about the team owners being rich guys. Oh, you call them that. Well, okay. I tell I think <laughs> they'll I like they're, that. They're, they're like just that. passionate guys with a lot of money. Let's say okay. that. <laughs> Let's say that, you know. <laughs> no, but we need to be really happy that these guys are here. Eh? Yeah. You need to be really happy that all these guys are here because you have no racing with them otherwise. Well, that's and these guys aren't going to be around forever. Well, every year is coming new guys also. That's true. You know, that's that's also, you have to admit yeah. that. Every time they're coming new, I heard there's coming new uh, new brand maybe uh, next year. So... Uh, what, Triumph? Yeah, you know? 2024. So, yeah, okay. So, uh, maybe Suzuki yeah. comes back or... you know, There's every year another crazy guy who want to come yeah. back. You know, one there's there's always bad news, but there's good news as well. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You know, it's, it's like when I heard that Triumph want to come. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. That's good for the sport. Let's hope Suzuki comes back. That's again two factory spots in MXGP. Yeah, who say? Who knows? Um, one more thing on last week. Did you uh, did you get any um, shit comments from riders about your Rainbow Riders? No, Instagram they never story? replied to me. But th they can have whenever they can. They can come to me. Okay, because they're probably going to want to come to you after this. It's no problem. Okay, no is problem. your door always open? It's always open. Are your ears? <laughs> also. And my fists. eyes also. Fists? <laughs> yes, no, no, but... <laughs> They're always close. No, but everybody can ha Kevin have them, their opinion. I also have mine. You can uh, like it or not. But, you know, I just think of the big circle. Yes, I've also been uh, sometimes dumb, you know, when yeah. I was young. Still, I'm dumb sometimes. But I look to the bigger circle, to the, to the bigger thing. And it's... Motocross is a small world and it's just a circle, you know? If one thing fall out, the circle is gone and we are all fucked. Yeah. You know, then I also have, a, I can lay bricks. Because I, if I have no motocross, I can also do nothing. And you have to respect those people who want to stand there in the rain, in the bad weather. They come to see their hero, man. You need to, <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to ride, man. But you this need is to do it on the other way. Uh, this is something that I think we've lost a little bit. Because, okay, when you were racing, I was that fan. And I was there to meet my heroes. I feel like nowadays the riders aren't superstars like they were when you were racing. I feel like the riders have lost a bit of that. So, a lot of them anyway. Like Hurlings is a superstar. But I feel like a lot of riders have lost that, I don't know what you'd even call it, just that uh, fan appeal a little bit. I feel like there's a bit, I don't feel like the, the fans are here to see their heroes like they were 15 no, I, years ago. I, I, I feel what you say. I'm also thinking back now, let's say, to when I was riding and, yeah, you're right. I don't know why that is, but uh, people don't have so much respect anymore in general, Lewis. The world is fucked? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah. Every year also, let's say every month, I think, yeah, this is not possible that they do that. It happens. They don't care. People don't care. Nothing. Do you want to know one thing that isn't fucked? No. Your book. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, your book is out now in English. Uh, you just mentioned that you did a lot of dumb stuff in your life. Yes. There's a lot of that in your book. <laughs> yes. Um, it is available now in English. You can get it wherever you are in the world. Uh, have you had good um, good reviews from it? Yeah, it's good. It's it's nice. I'm happy. You know, yeah, it's good. Also, now people uh, are reading the English one, and I get really good comments, so uh, I'm really happy with that. You were very open and honest. Yes. Did you, did you read it? I've read. I'm halfway through. Okay. I'm on the Yamaha chapter. Ooh. Have you <laughs> ah, then you didn't read the worst yet. Oh, really? It's, it's to come. <laughs> but have you... Ha so, obviously, like you were honest in the book, and you have told the truth about how things happened in your career. Have you had any um, complaints from anyone in the paddock saying, oh, you can't say that? Because, again, no one likes the truth nowadays. No, but that's what I mean, you know. Also, what I hated back in the day, also, when I was... I was I'm a big fan of Ricky Carmichael, yes. you know? And then I looked to his interviews like, man... <laughs> your face is your face you know your eyes want to eat the camera but yeah. you have a smile and then you want to thank everybody and you know what I mean and like but you're really angry Ricky you can yeah. say that also yeah, yeah, yeah you know but you're not bummed you're really angry you know <laughs> what I mean and that, that's what I don't like you need to speak man and also people who like this podcast you need to also and also the one from Seward and, and, and you know you need to talk the truth man or the truth what, what you think you know don't 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 being somebody else that you are not, that you are not, you know. So you respect Sua for doing that podcast and of saying course, what he believes in his heart. Of course, he can believe. He can do what he wants, you know. But then you also expect other things, of course, you know, because not everybody have the same opinion. And I think I just talk a little bit facts, you know, like that. I think in the bigger picture, because if there is no public, there is uh, 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 people not buying bikes. They also don't have a bike, and they also don't have a salary, and they also have to lay bricks together with me. Yep. Yeah, because <laughs> they also only know motocross, more um, or less. Do you are you happy with your book? Are you happy? Do you feel like you got everything you wanted to in there? Well, the problem is, Lewis. Uh, that sounds a little bit strange, but the uh, the book needs to go through into the mailbox. Yes. Otherwise, when it's too thick then it's too expensive to, to send. You're like a privateer bookmaker. Yes. <laughs> so uh, some things are not, I, I, I just, yeah, some things I couldn't put in, but uh, yeah, I think the big lines, everything is in. Part two someday? Really open, we, we call oh. it that. Really open. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe. Maybe, we see. I don't know if the world can handle that. No. <laughs> right. Um, before we wrap up, anything else you feel like you need to say? I actually, I want to talk to you about this quickly. Your old rider, Paul's, I like what I see this year. I think, okay, he was struggling with bike setup, but France, he had it figured out. I see potential. I think he wins a GP soon. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope for him. I'm high. I hope it for him. <laughs> I, he's a good guy. He's a, uh, yeah. He works hard. I know that. And he's, uh, he want to win. And yeah, so let's see. I hope it's really much for him. Okay, last question. This is yes, the last question. Yes, yes. Of all the guys you've worked with, who is the most similar to you? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> not one. Who's who's close? <laughs> Maybe Henry or Kobe, but he couldn't ride. He was not so fast as me. Let's what, because say he was the, hitting the his character. teammates and stuff? No, the <laughs> character. That I also never did. Like, I had I had a few uh, uh, rules in my head. Right. When I was practicing, let's say, doing a moto, and I had to pull two tear-offs, or I had to pull one time my roll-off yep. to another rider, I took him out. <laughs> Because I thought I was doing my job and these guys look to the back, they see I'm coming and they want to ride in front of me. Yeah. Okay, when you want to race, then we race. 
But when I had to pull two tear-offs or one time I had to pull the roll-off, I took you out. It's fair. And then they come <laughs> always to the van. Why you do that? I say, yeah, you look back before I come and you want to race me. That's fine. Then we race. And this is also part of racing. You know what I mean? But it wouldn't happen now because everything's soft. Yes. Ah, you know, that's, that, it's not the same. But like I told you, that story from what I told you about the, uh, the education of our kids, that's, yep. that's the truth, eh? We make them soft themselves. And also, let's say my kid, he's not... Because my father was already a little bit, you know, and my grandfather was even more crazy. And his, yeah. you know, tough times bring tough people. And that's, that's the, the truth. I've just thought of one more thing I want to ask you. Um, Jason, your kid, if he, want, if he has speed, if he's good, if he wants to make a career out of this, would you let him? Because motocross has done a lot of good things for you, but it's also taken a lot from you. No, he hates motocross. Oh. When I take him to the track, he don't even look one corner. He plays in the woods with the, with the boot and with all the shit. He don't even watch. Oh, that's not even so a worry. That's really good. Oh. I'm really happy with that. Okay, no stress then. <laughs> no, no stress, no stress. <laughs> right, um, that wraps up pre-race podcast from VMXGP of Germany. Uh, like I say, the riders are in a meeting with David Luongo and the FIM at the moment, so there will be some reaction to that shortly, I'm sure. But in the meantime, stay tuned to MX Vice for everything from Tuchentel. Thanks to Mark Deruva for doing this podcast. I'm Lewis Phillips, your host. We will see you in a little bit. <laughs>